Hey, let's get a standing ovation here on the balcony. Gemma Smith, life-saving superstar, world wow. champion, is joining us. Welcome back from Perth. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's great to be back on the coast. Um, yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks, but really happy to be back and, yeah, just enjoying being back on the Central Coast. How many medals in Perth? And I know there was a very special gold. Tell us more. Yeah, so I had a really good Australian Championship, so I was really happy with all my results. Ended up with five medals, one of them being gold in the Champion Lifesaver, which was my first event of the week on the, the Monday. And yeah, competed alongside my mum, who also took out the win. So it was a very special event for me. I've actually won it. It was my 10th consecutive year in a row, so I'd won it since I was in the under 14. So I was really hoping to go over there and do well, and yeah, really happy with how the event unfolded and how I produced a good result. Now, when I saw you on Wednesday night, I said to the crowd that I feel like it deserves far more credit, the Champion Lifesaver. Can you share with our listeners what it involves? Yeah, so the Champion Lifesaver event is a little bit different to your typical surf sports races, which are typically, you know, all out in the water, just practical racing. Um, so it involves sort of three different components. The th one third of your points comes from practical. So you go out and you do a swim, a board, a tube and a beach sprint. So that's all racing on the beach. And then your next third comes from a theory paper. So you do 40 questions based on the um, theory content that you've got to do for your bronze medallion. So the theory book, um, your 40 question multiple choice paper. And then the next third is from recess. So you get marked on how well you can um, essentially resuscitate a mannequin and then also deliver a live patient assessment as if somebody's unconscious and you've got to be able to assess the situation and deliver CPR. So when we look at surf life saving, the iron men and iron women, they're the pin-up men and women. Like, you know, they're on the back of cereal boxes. But you are technically the best lifesaver Australia has and that's something that I really love and it's something you should treasure forever that I don't think this will ever be broken. You've won 10 in a row... Who knows how many more that you will win? So technically, you are Australia's best lifesaver. Oh, I think probably in terms of knowing everything about surf lifesaving, I know a lot of stuff because we have to study so hard for that 40-question theory paper. So I know all sorts of information all about surf lifesaving. So I've got a big bank of knowledge there. Um, but yeah, it is such a special event and I'm really fortunate that I was introduced to it at such a young age. Um, my mum, Kerry Armstrong, have been competing in the event since the early 2000s, competing against the men before they held events for the women. So she sort of got me into the event and yeah, it's something that is, has... Um, a really strong and important foundation at your minor surf life saving club. They've got a really strong history of it there. So, yeah, really lucky that I've been introduced to the event and continue to compete in it. Yeah, you know why I love it so much? Uh, because I was in Kurumman's patrol team that created history as well. I think they ended up winning about 12 or 13 in a row. Yeah, well, it was great to see Crumman had some really strong um, athletes in the Champion Lasso event across all ages, and they sort of did really well and, um, yeah, backed up the next day for the patrol competition as well, and I think they ended up third there. So it is really great to see so many clubs getting involved in the traditional life-saving events across, you know, Champion Lifesaver, then there's the patrol competition and also the first aid. So there's a range of opportunities that Surf Lifesaving presents, um, not only out in the water, but also, yeah, in the traditional life-saving space. Jim, what about some of the uh, other results from uh, Central Coast athletes over there who competed in the national championships, especially the two girls that won the doubles? The yeah, yeah, so it was great to see there were so many competitors from the Central Coast go over, and they did really well. Um, Ella Beer and Natalia Drobert, who, who raced for Avoca Beach, won the double ski, so that was such a great race. They executed absolutely phenomenally. They had an amazing start and just led the race from start to finish, and then they backed up in the single ski as well. Natalia took out the under-19 female single ski, and Ella Beer got third in the open, so it was really great 
to see um, them do so well, but we also had so many other competitors across the Masters as well. Hayden Smith and Paul Lamont absolutely dominated in the Masters Championships. I think Hayden had the most gold medals out of any of the Masters. So it's so great to see so many people from the Central Coast do well. And um, yeah, it's great to see Central Coast right up there in the national stage. Hey, uh, and you're being too humble. So in that race where Natalia and Ella win, you're in second place and you're pushing right at the end. You're so close to them. Yeah, we, my partner Sasha Torrens, who I now compete for Newport. Um, but yeah, we had a really great race for her and I. I think there were so many strong crews in that race and we knew the girls from Avoca would absolutely fly off the start. They're so strong and powerful and quick. Got so much speed coming from a kayaking background. So they let it out. And yeah, we were fortunate to have a really good start and just tuck in behind them and just, yeah, ride them all sort of on their tail all the way to the finish line. But um, yeah, it was just so great to see them do so well and to be up there with them was such an honour. Hey, by the way, you've won the open women's single ski this time you run second and it's a, a central coast two and three because uh ella's in third place yeah it was so fantastic the racing over there in perth it was completely dead flat pretty much the whole week we didn't have much wind the wind was actually offshore most of the time so it was super hard super tough racing the whole week so yeah, to get second in the single ski, I was really, really happy with. I didn't have a good start, so I was coming from behind pretty much the whole way and just managed to come over the top of Ella for second in the end, and she ended up third. So it's always really special to get on a podium with some of your best friends who you've grown up um, training and competing alongside with. Gemma, you've put the national championships behind you. Where do you go to now? What, what's the focus for you now? So for me, the focus kind of now switches back to the ocean ski. So luckily for me, the paddling sort of all is, um, you're pretty able to be flexible and jump around in your different craft. But I've signed up to do the Molokai surf ski race in about seven or eight weeks time, which is a crossing between two of the islands in Hawaii. So yeah, I'm looking to go over there and hopefully put together a good race. It's the longest race that I would have ever done. It's 53 kilometers. So a lot of training between now and then, but um, yeah, really looking forward to the challenge. Have a look at this. Looks like some of our first swimmers almost back to the beach in the Daffodil Dip. We've got a mixture of some swimmers having a bit of a go. I don't think anyone, Gemma, is going at 100%. And then lots of people just in a huge pack just enjoying this fundraiser. Yeah, I think it's so great um, seeing so many people down here for the Daffodil Dip. I, when I was walking along before to come up to the surf club, they're so distinctive, the yellow caps, and it's just awesome to see so many people out there enjoying such a beautiful morning down here at Tailgrill and getting around a really great course. Now, we've just seen the first swimmers come across the line, and I guess no surprise here, they look like they're all like maybe around 11 or 12. Yeah, a couple uh, of young nippers out there. So they, they can't help themselves. Yeah, no, it's great to see. There's people of all different um, ages and abilities here. So, yeah, it looks like we've got a couple of girls that who I'm sure are probably of a nipper background come across the line. So it's great that, you know, anyone that can come down and have a go. And it's so great to see so many people down here enjoying the morning. Did you see they ran across holding hands? Like, <laughs> I, I love that. And I think you'll see that with a lot of people. They'll walk across with their friends and family and embrace across the line yeah no it is so great to see you know everyone's getting down here enjoying the morning enjoying being a part of such a great event so there's been you know the one the 2k swims this morning and now the daffodil dip it's just awesome to see people out there going around the yellow cans having a stop at the looks like the little daffodil flower out there halfway across so yeah it's just awesome to see yeah don't you love where we live folks what do you think buttes oh mate I'm just sitting back listening to you guys talk, and I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. This is fantastic. It's yeah. We want to ask you more about the Molokai yeah. ski paddle in Hawaii, the world's toughest ocean ski race, but 
First, I want to ask you about Wednesday night. Danica Clark Foundation, 23 new athletes in 2023. Or, in fact, 23 athletes, 12 are new. So some are existing athletes. And it was just such a special night. And like Butte said earlier, this class of 2023 is incredible. And they've got to feel privileged because so many people applied for a scholarship this year. In fact, the numbers were almost quadrupled for local athletes that were looking for some kind of assistance. Yeah, it was phenomenal to come and be a part of that night. And just to, I, I love going to the announcement evening because you get to hear all of the stories of all the athletes and get to know so many different people. It's amazing to see the wide variety of sports that were represented in this new intake. And I think to reach, you know, triple figures so the number 100 was given out I think that, that was absolutely incredible and just to hear all their stories hear all their goals and the amazing things that they've achieved in their sport but then not only that just to have the the backing of the foundation was so special and um, yeah it was such an amazing night. I've got to say Steve you did an amazing job in terms of interviewing the young kids because you know that could be very intimidating uh, and yeah, very intimidating for them, but you made them feel at ease and to hear their stories was remarkable and to, and to hear about what their ambitions are, who their heroes within their sport are uh, and what their future looks like. It, it was phenomenal. So well done to you, mate. Yeah, well, that was one of the things that uh, you suggested that we ask each of the athletes who inspires them in their sport. And that could be international level, domestic level or right here at grassroots level. So I think I know what the answer is, but who inspires you, Gemma Smith? Oh, well, I think for me, I've been lucky to have so many amazing people that have inspired me across my sporting journey. So I think when I was growing up, I definitely aspired to my mum. She's come before me and has done so many amazing things in surf lifesaving um, and being a part of that Champion Lifesaver event. But also, um, I've had so many amazing coaches, but within the sport, um, you know, growing up in surf lifesaving and then trying to cross over into kayaking as well, you don't have to look too far from the talent that's been produced on the Central Coast like Lockie Tame and Riley Fitzsimmons. So they've done amazing things, not only in the surf lifesaving scene, but then have gone on and gone to two Olympics themselves and had, you know, worldwide success. So there's so many amazing people that, yeah, I don't have to draw too far on to have a look for inspiration. Hey, uh, you mentioned Riley Fitzsimmons. He wins the Open Men's Single Ski yet again. So that's his second title. And he was just phenomenal, wasn't he? He was a standout right through the event. Yeah, he paddled so incredibly well. And I think the conditions over there, you know, it was so tough to break away from anyone in racing across, you know, swim board or ski. And in that Open Men's Ski final, he absolutely blew them away. And, um, yeah, it was so dominant throughout the whole week. I think I watched their ski relay paddle and he was really unlucky at the start. got a bit squeezed out and going around the cans was probably second last and came in on the lead wave. So to do that over the space of 200 metres across the best, you know, the fastest men in the in Australia was incredible to see. And then I was going, yep, I think he's got my money for the for the Open Men's Single Ski title. And yeah, he went out and produced a great race. Hey, uh, I mentioned earlier, what about the win by Avoca in the under 19 years Taplin? Now that's a win for the ages. Yeah, it was so amazing to see. That was such a great race. And I think no matter who you race for in surf life saving, it's always more special when you line up with your teammates and you always want to produce a good result for your, not only your teammates, but your club and all your family who are there supporting you. Um, so, yeah, to have the, the girls do so well from Avoca in the under-19 relay, I think Natalia drove it, let, let them out on the ski and just produced an absolutely amazing um, opening leg that really set the race up. And then to see Mia Cracknell hold on at the end and come across the line in front of a really fast-finishing Burley team, was so great to see. Hey, not sure if you saw it, but this Surf Club Terrigal 
They had two girls win the under-17 board rescue, and that was a thrilling race. Yeah, it was awesome to see. They've done so well, I think, this season and really come out, and Terrigal have had sort of a resurgence, I think, in the in the youth um, pathway. So it was great to see Lizzie Shearer and Sky Huxhall do so well, and, yeah, it was amazing to see. They absolutely flew home in the board rescue. So their combination together was obviously they've done great training here and worked together to form a really good combination because, yeah, they came from behind and just absolutely dominated and, yeah, ended up, you know, crossing the line and taking the win. Hey, we've got just over a minute here, but uh, Butte asked you a question about the Molokai. Yeah. What are your expectations when you head there? Yeah, so going over there, it's the longest ocean ski race that I would have ever done. So it's a 53k race. The longest I've ever done is 28 kilometres in a straight ocean ski. Um, I've done the Coolangatta Gold before, which is a four and a half hour race, but... Yeah, looking around that four-hour pathway, I'm not really sure what to expect, but I'd love to go over there and put a good performance down and hopefully take out the win. That's definitely what I'll be aiming my training towards to go over there and hopefully, yeah, do a really good race and hopefully have good conditions. A lot of the time, the swell and the wind's behind you, so that's what we'll be hoping for and crossing our fingers for every day to the race. But, um, yeah, just looking over to really enjoy the experience. Any idea who your main, main rivals will be? Yeah, I think um, heading over, there'll be definitely a strong contingent from Australia. So Sasha Torrens, my double ski partner, is going over and doing it. But I'm pretty sure Daniel McKenzie is going over and doing it as well. And we've had a lot of great battles over the years, especially the last 12 months in the ocean ski space, but also surf life saving. So I just got up over at Aussie, but I'm sure she'll be coming. And um, yeah, she'll be training really hard to go over there and put a good race together. Hey, uh, such a pleasure to have oh. you on the air this morning. Uh, Buttes, uh, give Gemma Smith a standing ovation. I can't because... Two words, mate. Two words. Outstanding. Yeah. As per usual. Great to see you. Thank you so much for having me.